Welcome, Patriots, to this episode of Raven's Radar. We are filming on a holiday today. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I hope everybody's having a great holiday, but we have work to do to get our country back. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome, patriots, to this episode of Raven's Radar. I want to start by acknowledging as we're filming today, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is a great day to reflect and remember what our freedom means and the people who sacrifice so much to bring that to us. It's always good to remember those who came before. We stand tall because we're on the shoulders of giants. I also want to start by acknowledging we had a, a big loss this week of the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. She died at the age of 54 of an apparent cardiac arrest. And I'd like to extend my condolences to the family and all those who were affected by that and prayers for healing and comfort to her family. I also want to take the moment to address the elephant in the room and I will address it before it has a heart attack. Guys, this is not normal, okay? People just dropping dead of heart attacks left and right is not normal. Five-year-olds don't have heart attacks. Healthy athletes don't just drop dead on the field. This is happening way too often. And we can speculate, but we know according to even the CDC's page, that heart attacks have spiked since 2020. This is something that needs our attention. This is not finger pointing time. This is a time for us to rally around everybody and start asking the questions that need to be asked about why these people are dropping dead. You know, we have our, our speculations about this. No one really knows for sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I'm with many people who wonders if it has something to do with the mandatory shots we were forcing everybody to take that hadn't been thoroughly tested and vetted. But at this time, I would like to encourage people, whether you took it or not, this is America. This is your right to decide what you put in your body, to be kind to others and Let's try to be part of the solution of, of getting people well and the information they need to stay healthy. Let's just leave it kind of there. Also want to talk about what's going on in the world today, the debt ceiling, okay? Money, 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 money. Inflation, we're talking about a lot of things in the news right now. We're just got terms going like Star Wars left and right. So let's start kind of peeling the layers off this onion and having the uncomfortable discussion. The debt ceiling is on the radar this week because it's going to have to be voted on to raise it again. Uh, it's been raised quite a few times. Well, what is the debt ceiling, Raven? Glad you asked. The debt ceiling is the upper limit that the government is allowed to borrow. It's ironic that the government gets to decide 
what that limit is because we vote on it, air quotes for those of you listening. Um, this is a problem because we already have unsustainable debt. We had unsustainable debt before Pelosi pushed through that omnistrosity, $1.7 trillion omnistrosity with her vodka-soaked fingernails through the Congress. So in order to do that, in order to sustain that, in order to keep that and allow us to continue this unsustainable spending, we're going to have to, they're going to have to raise the debt ceiling. I want to go be crystal clear. They're going to have to raise the debt ceiling to do that. I am unequivocally 100% and without question against raising the debt ceiling. It is a bad protocol and precedent to set. It is unfair to our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren who are going to be responsible for paying this off with no end in sight. Your job in Congress is what they like to say. You had one job. Your job is to manage and balance the budget and continuing to kick the debt ceiling up because you refuse to rein in your spending is not a plan. And it's nothing you were elected to do. So everybody eyes on this. If it was up to me, we would not be raising the debt ceiling. We would be finding a way to make the necessary cuts, tax cuts, spending cuts to get us back in line, get our spending back in line and manage this escalating inflation. All of these things matter. So I not being an expert on the economy, let's hear from an actual expert on this economy, inflation, and what these numbers mean. I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. There have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I, didn't, at the time, didn't fully understand. But we recognize that now. Oh, my God. Seriously? That's where she's going with that. That was Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen, who basically just got on television and said, wow, didn't see the record inflation coming. There were no signs. How could we possibly know that Joe and Kamala printing money that's not backed would cause inflation? How could we possibly know that crippling our economy by cutting the pipeline on day one and taking away our energy independence and our ability to export uh, oil and petroleum products would affect inflation? How do we know that mandating that people take a vaccine they didn't want to and crippling our workforce was going to result in this kind of spiraling inflation. I I mean, I guess just because I'm feeling pretty good right now because I don't have a degree in economics like AOC, but I saw this coming 100 miles away. So did a lot of other conservatives of going, how could it not? This is the kind of things, ladies and gentlemen, patriots, conservatives, that we need to start calling out and start having people accountable for. Okay, um, you didn't think it was that bad or you didn't have any indication that this was going to happen. That, to me, I find extremely 
disturbing, um, especially as they came amidst, you know, all of the mandatory lockdowns that were being handed out like Tic Tacs. So anyways, that's where we are. The debt ceiling currently stands at $31 trillion with a, a, a T, or if you're a Dr. Evil, $31 trillion. So this is how we're getting to these places. This is how this happens. We are not calling out what we're seeing. We're not holding our elected officials accountable. So who are elected officials? Where does this rest? I would tell patriots, this is why it, it's a good idea to get involved. So start finding out what your Congress people are voting for. Start finding out when these things come up for a vote. I happen to know this is coming. The debt ceiling is coming, is due to come up for a vote this week. And it is going to be interesting, not necessarily in an entertaining way, but it's going to be interesting. But this is where the people have the power. Make some noise, get involved, make some phone calls. I'm telling you, let's, let's really be like the Democrats want. Let's be social. Make some phone calls. The heck are you doing with our money? What the heck? How do you expect our grandchildren to pay for this? And you can't have a plan that involves unicorns. We need an actual plan on how we are going to stop this unsustainable debt. I don't want to hear any more about uh, Biden's green energy and green policies that are not sustainable. He wants electric cars that can't be charged on the grid because the grids can't handle it. Grids that have been compromised by China. I know, I can't say it as good as he does, but this is where we have to start going no and telling our elected officials, you don't get to vote for that. You don't get to cripple our great-grandchildren with debt because you refuse to rein in your spending. Get it together. That's how we do it. And that's what I want to remind patriots throughout all of this. Super important. Well, how do we do it? They're cheating. The voices of the majority should be heard. If we are the majority, then why are we silent? It's time to get involved. Come on. This was 1776. We'd already have tea in the harbor. So let's have a tea party. Let's go for it. Let's take our country back. Let's do that. We have a few other things we need to cover and get to in this segment. I really want to get to what's really in the spotlight in our country right now and how we're going to fix it. What's wrong? What are we going to do about it? And we're going to get to that right after the break. Make your Yuletide memories huge this Christmas with the tweeter of the free world, Kofefi Table Book, the perfect gift for all seasons. Retweet to a simpler time when our flag had only three colors, schools had two genders, the border was real, and inflation was reserved for party balloons celebrating low crime, low taxes, and affordable food and gas for all. Now you can reminisce over the good old days when our only issues were Russia, fake news, witch hunts, and crooked Hillary. The tweeter of the free world has all of Trump's greatest tweets, including Benghazi, fake news, Barack Obama, and who could forget little Rocket Man. But it is much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. 
The Covfefe Table Book will be cherished for generations. Relive the greatest tweets of all time by the greatest president of all time. Go to thetweeterofthefreeworld.com now to get your copy for the low price of $39.99. Make your Christmas great again. Welcome back to Raven's Radar. We're going to do something a little different in this segment. Usually, as you guys know, I like to bring the generals to the forefront of who are fighting this battle and on the front lines. And today's going to be no different. Uh, I really want to get into the issue of that's going on with Biden and these classified documents. And I wanted a subject matter expert. And I wanted someone who understood classified documents and had experience with top-level clearances. And um, she's awesome. It's me. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. We're going to break it down. I am going to put on my hat of subject matter expert with my credentials being I had not one, but two parents who are retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonels. Both of them had top security and classified clearances out of the Pentagon. Uh, both, you know, have imparted upon me a sense of, of, of precedent and of protocol when you're dealing with certain subject matters. And I really want to delve into the terminology and the technology about this because this is, this is important. This is huge. And I'm gonna, we're going to discuss just how huge it is. So we are going to get into it. Let me start by kind of prefacing uh, what we're going to talk about with this whole thing with uh, Biden and the classified documents. Let's see what they're saying. There's a head scratcher today based on something we learned over the weekend. What exactly was the president's thinking and what was his logic in having personal attorneys that don't have security clearances searching for these national security documents, these classified documents, something else. Uh, we were told last week that the search in Wilmington was complete, but then afterwards they're coming out and saying they are finding more documents. So uh, stuff just is not lining up still here uh, on a Monday. <laughs> Woo! Okay, Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, I know he kind of lost me at Biden and thinking too, but we're we're going in. So the crux of the story is that Joe Biden has been, I don't want to say caught, what's the appropriate term, has been discovered with classified documents in multiple locations that we don't we know that they are classified at the highest level. We know they are above his pay grade and there's no mental capacity jokes in there. They are above his pay grade and they are basically stored absolutely everywhere. So this brings so many things into question. So let's start with the beginning. Let's start with the fact that You'll hear a lot about the Federal Records Act. So let me break down what that is. The, the Records Act just kind of determines who legally has the authority to possess and declassify uh, sensitive material. 
So let's clarify because there have been a lot of this is the Democrats' favorite thing. Well, Trump did it. So let's clarify. Uh, President Trump was president. As president, the president has the legal authority to declassify anything he chooses to. So he had the legal, President Trump had the legal authority to declassify documents. Joe Biden did not. He was not the president at the time that these documents were acquired and stored. So let's start there. Here's another thing we're hearing. Well, President Trump had a lot and Biden had a little. Okay, so let me go ahead with that. President Trump wasn't just a little president. He was the president. Joe Biden wasn't a little president. He was vice president. He did not have the authority. The only way that he could go in with that is there was a there was an executive order. I believe it was 13292 under in 2003, March of 2003 under President Bush that says that he has the vice president has the right to declassify something that he originally classified which we don't know if any of those documents fill in or if he's acting in an official capacity. The wording is very vague, but the point is that we can pretty much safely say he did not have the legal authority to declassify these documents, but that's only one element of the problem. The other element of the problem is storing it, storage of these documents, transfer of these documents, chain of custody, other things, and his excuse for that uh, is almost as ridiculous as the attacks on Trump for Trump putting it in a secure place after declassifying it. And we're comparing that to Joe Biden pretty much leaving it here. This is Joe Biden backing in seamlessly into his garage with his vintage secure vet and he is about to back in to boxes of documents in fact i think don't we have a file for that do we have a file on joe biden's yes here it is okay it has all of joe biden's credentials to be able to store classified sensitive possibly national security issue documents in his garage. Oh yeah, here we go. So I I want people to, to really, I mean, it's not even ha ha funny. So these, for those who were listening, those were in a garage and Biden has gone on camera himself to make the situation worse as he often does and said, oh, hey, You know, they were secure. They were next to my vintage vet. So I'm sorry for you guys who have modern vets. This only works if they're vintage. Okay, so only if you have a vintage vet. Never mind that the vet is a convertible, but the doors were locked. Okay, that's, you know, that's how we're, that's how he's going with it. And the cover up for this is insultingly awful. So this is what we're hearing from the left is he came, but we did the right thing. He's doing the right thing. He's come forward with this information. 
almost immediately. Well, okay, well, not immediately, like three months later. Okay, so this information, these documents were discovered, discovered by lawyers, interns, the Democrats are implying that they were planted, okay? I would say they were planted by a vegetable, but let's just say they're saying they were planted. Who discovered these documents? They were discovered by lawyers who don't have security clearance to access the documents that they found and turned over. And they were found six days before the midterm elections in so in November, they were not so, they were found in November. They're just handing them over after the midterms. And now we're asking questions about whether the people who found this and turned it over three months after it was no longer advantageous to hold it are being truthful and forthcoming, which reminds me, hey, did you have clearance for that file you just gave me? Not really. I'm just a lawyer. Okay. Guys, that's how it pretty much works. See, is we just kind of, we're, we got classified documents that are riding with Biden. Okay, guys, this is, you should be outraged. And Democrats should be outraged for trying to propagate this massive gaslighting, ridiculous, well, Trump had a lot. You know, okay, I can play that game. So this was an official residence of Hunter Biden. Same Hunter Biden, they said the laptop was misinformation in 2020. Well, this was his residence when, when all of this was occurring with these documents. So, you know, do we have a clip of Biden, of Hunter looking after these documents he was in charge of? See, guys, Hunter had it on under control. What could possibly go wrong? So we've got documents that were found at his think tank at UPenn who received 40 to $50 million. We haven't found it all yet from the CCP. Okay, we have the ties. We have Hunter who has a, uh, a little bit of a problem. We're going to call him a crystal Methodist. Okay, is was had access and lived at this residence. He had a substance problem. He's often been in the news about being compromised by the CCP. And we don't even know. Now we're trying to get a log of who had access. What was the chain of custody? So we know that the lawyers who found this did not have security clearance to handle this material. This just you can't make this stuff up. Patriots of National secure, and they're going to confirm, they're going to compare this. Well, Trump had a lot and Biden had a little. Okay, not even going there. I'm going to let people caption this later uh, when they get to it. Guys, here's what it basically boils down to. There is a reason that those documents are classified and deemed sensitive. And there's a reason that there's a protocol for how you store and how you handle these kinds of materials. There is a reason that exists. There's a reason that only the president can classify and declassify. And I can tell you, I lived in a house. I grew up with two military parents, two 
Air Force colonels who had military top level secret classified credentials and security clearance, I can tell you unequivocally, I have never accidentally come across classified files that my parents left lying around. I have never accidentally seen something like that. I don't even know what my parents fully did during the time at the Pentagon because it was a secret. So you should be concerned because this is not a partisan, this is a national security. And the ends don't justify the means. For those out there, well, we don't like Trump. That does not give Biden or anybody else the right to put American citizens at risk, does not make the law any less pertinent. You don't get to cherry pick the things out of the law and nothing in the Federal Records Act or this declassification deals with intent which is also something we've heard. He didn't mean to do it, okay? He didn't, it, you know, it wasn't intentional. Joe Biden has been in politics for 47 years, okay? If he's learned nothing else, he should know how to handle sensitive material. If they feel like there's an issue going on with his mental capability, okay, then that's a whole other issue that needs to be delved into. But the end of the day, I'm going to give you, well, why is this happening? So I'll wrap up the ridiculousness with why is this happening? You know what? Why indeed? Most of us have been watching them protect Joe Biden incessantly. They've been covering for him. They've been protecting him. They have been shielding him from the full weight of his actions. Okay. So especially Obama, who's been especially silent on the declassification, wouldn't he have been president uh, during this time? And he's been eerily silent. I'm not going to say that I'm a opposed to that, but it, it, it is worth noting that um, this, th the ultimate thing that's happening here is what you're seeing is they're about to eat their own. They are hanging him out to dry. This information was available before the midterms, but it would have been horrible, horribly damaging from them. So they held it until it was advantageous, and now they are hanging Biden out the dry because they're done with him. They don't want him to run again. They want to get rid of him, and so now they're going to start removing the protections they've been giving for him all this time, and it is ridiculous. Here's the bottom line, is this is not a pounce on them moment. This is a accountability. The, the law has to be applied evil equally. You know, rules for thee, but not for me has to stop and it stops when we decide. Patriots, this is the moment we are moving forward. We demand full accountability. We demand justice and we demand that any other conservative or official who had been caught in this position, when does the raid start? Okay, we want to see the law applied equally. We have a special counsel on it now. So let's see if this is going to be another waste of taxpayer money or if we're going to start getting down to brass tacks, but you know I'm going to keep the fire on it, and that's what we're going to do. Stay with us. Make your Yuletide memories huge this Christmas with the tweeter of the free world, Kofefi Table Book, the perfect gift for all seasons. Retweet to a simpler time when our flag had only three colors, schools had two genders, the border was real, and inflation was reserved for party balloons celebrating low crime, low taxes, and affordable food and gas for all.
Now you can reminisce over the good old days when our only issues were Russia, fake news, witch hunts, and crooked Hillary. The tweeter of the free world has all of Trump's greatest tweets, including Benghazi, fake news, Barack Obama, and who could forget little Rocket Man? But it is much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. The Kofefe Table Book will be cherished for generations. Relive the greatest tweets of all time by the greatest president of all time. Go to thetweeterofthefreeworld.com now to get your copy for the low price of $39.99. Make your Christmas great again. Thank you so much, Patriots, for joining us for this episode of Raven's Radar. I wanted to, I'd like to thank our subject matter expert of just being here to just be mindful. This is how we're going to do it. I always want to leave you on an encouraging note that things are bad, but we have the tools. We were made for a time such as this. It just happens when we decide it's time for patriots to wake up, step up to the line, and be part of taking the country back. We can do it. For those of you who want to catch up with me, I've got my book, Raven's Mantle, is going to be coming out very soon. It's going to be available for pre-sale. If you want to see that, you can go to ravenharrison.com. You can follow me and on social media, Raven the Conservative Warrior on all social media platforms and Raven's Radar is available on all podcast platforms for you to get involved. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you want me to be fighting for. And I want to encourage you that this is not a sprint. It's a marathon and we can do this. I'll see you next time.